Good afternoon, Indy. How are you today? Hello, hello. I'm well. Thank you. Excited to be here with you. Thank you so much. So, Indy, can you tell us where you are from and what your book is called? Well, I'm originally born and raised in San Francisco, but I currently live in Capitola out in the Santa Cruz area with my family. And the name of my book is Billy the Seed. So what is Billy the Seed about and um, where did you draw your inspiration from? Well, Billy the Seed is, is a story of a journey of a little seed with big dreams and, you know, as you and I can relate, we all want a place to call home, right? A place where we can feel loved and welcome. And so this is a story that I used to tell my daughters, Jackie and Jenny, who are much older now. But when they were little girls, I used to tell them this story about Billy the Seed, who was in constant search for love and a place to call home. And, of course, the seed represented us. And home was all the elements that we need the plant, the soil, the sun, and um, and searching for home outside of what was right underneath our nose. So I told the girls a very, very silly, funny versions with multiple characters. But for the book, we streamed it down to just a couple. But it's a, you know, it's a little seed with big, big dreams. And all he wants to do is go home and be a big old plant and make a family happy. <laughs> Well, that's a really sweet story. And my kids actually love this book so much that Yay. they want to read it almost every day. Oh, and happy. Yes, this is part of why I chose to interview you because it's such a sweet story. It's so cute. And, um, you know, Billy the Seed just reminds me of what it's like to be a child and have big dreams. So, yeah. Thank you so much for writing it and talking yes. about with it with us today. Um, yes. Is there any special reason why you wrote it? Well, you know what I have, I've, since I was a little girl, I've always felt that it was super important that we all belonged, that we belonged, you know, to a family, that we belonged to at least one more person, that we belonged to a community, that we belonged to a group of people with, you know, shared, uh, you know, faith and philosophy, because I really believe that there's strength in numbers. And I wanted my daughters to have that same desire. And so I instilled those, um, I instilled that by telling them the story in Billy the Seed and hid all those values in that little story so that it was relatable to them. Well, that makes sense as to why you wrote it. Um, and have you just how do they like the book your daughters they love the book actually my eldest daughter jackie was the one who kept encouraging me to finally um put pen to paper because i've been verbally telling the story gee she's 40 now so probably <laughs> telling the story for 38 years and i told the story to not only my children but all the nieces and nephews and cousins and friends and any child that i could get my hands on would get a version of the story and um, as my girls got older, they're like, Mom, you need to write Billy the Seed so that others can share in it. And I said, you know what? One day um, I will. And you know what? Um, unfortunately, it took COVID to get me to do it. But during that sheltering in place time, I found the time. And um, and I also had the best business partner in the world who's the illustrator. And we actually sat down and put Billy the Seed 
um, and, and got it written and published, which was very exciting for us. Well, that's awesome. And I really can't wait for other moms to check out this cute little story, Billy the Seed um, by Indiana Rivera. And um, I will put the link to buy it and hopefully you can check out the book. Um, but right now we're going to transition into your faith journey with Jesus. Can I ask you how you came to be a believer in Jesus Christ? Sure, absolutely. Actually, it's one of my favorite stories. Um, <laughs> I I actually grew up in a different environment. I grew up in, a, you know, for lack of a better term, and, and I grew up in a cult. And, uh -huh. I, and even though my family meant well and God bless them, they did the best that they could with what they knew at the time. It was very disturbing and unsettling time for me, even as a child, because I just didn't find the peace that I was looking for. I didn't find the hope that I would need it as a child. Mm -hmm. And I just didn't find the love that I thought God would represent. Right. So um, I left that organization when I was in my 20s. I was married with two kids and I thought, mm -hmm. you know what? I want better for myself and for my children. And wow. For 20 years later, Michelle, 20 years, I just kept searching. And here's funny that I'm going to use the word home again, but I was looking for home myself. And I think when I think back on Billy the Seed, I think a lot of that played into my story because I felt like Billy the Seed a lot of times, constantly in search for a place that I could call home. And I defined God in my mind as somewhere where I would experience peace, a place where I can engage in hope, and a place where I felt loved, regardless right. of how broken I may be that day, you know, <laughs> and I just couldn't find it. And so for 20 years, not going to lie, I tried many religions, I looked in, I looked under every rock, I, I was open to ex different experiences in search of and it wasn't until I was in my 40s, almost 20 years later, that um, I just started praying, which is something that I used to do as a little girl. Mm -hmm. But I stopped the practice. And there's a scripture that says, seek and you shall find. Mm -hmm. And gosh, if I didn't learn that firsthand. And so here I am in my 40s. I now have my third child, little Celine. Mm -hmm. Really wanted to have a, that, those three components, peace hope and love. And I just couldn't say that I found it. And I just started, started to cry out to him. And I said, you know, if you are really out there and you exist, can you please show me where you are? And, you know, and, sh and, and maybe you'll have to introduce me to his people so that I can find you. And then that's how it happened. And then one thing led to another. And one person says, you know, have you ever met Jesus? And of course I have, and I'd heard the name and uh -huh. it was part of my upbringing, uh -huh. but didn't resonate to me as somebody that could actually offer those three things. So I found a Christian church in uh, Las Vegas, believe it or not. Mm -hmm. um, the joke is I went to Sin City to find God, but <laughs> that's another, that's another story. But I did, um, I found a lovely church out there and there was a sermon that I walked into that just blew me away and I just felt the desire to uh to meet him and to know him and I became a Christian at 42 with three kids and my life completely changed since the day I made the decision you're in Las Vegas you yes. walk into this church what yes. was this sermon about well he was actually talking about if you ever felt the need that to find home 
And I thought, well, I have been praying for that. You know, like, Father God, please, you know, lead me to your people. Show me the way, you know, because I want to come home. That, that's that been my constant prayer. And so I walk into this, what, there must have been 50 churches in Vegas. I walk into the one church that's having the one sermon at that moment. Some people will say, oh, that's serendipitous or that was coincidence. I don't believe in any of that. I really felt in my spirit at that time. Now, mind you, I'm not a believer. I wasn't claiming Jesus. I wasn't a religious person by by no means at that point. But I was emotionally and physically touched when I walked in and heard a sermon about coming home and having a special relationship with God. And I was like, wait, how is this even possible? So it really got my attention. And everything that was coming out of his mouth was exactly what I needed to hear at the time. But one thing I forgot to mention, step back. I had a very powerful conversation with my sister when I told her that I felt like I had a hole in my heart and that I needed it to be filled. And she had be become a Christian and she had said, you've tried everything else. Why not try God? Because she saw me on my journey for like 20 years trying to figure it out. And we were so afraid to get caught up in cults or get caught up in paths that were not right for us that I was like, there has to be a way. Like, this can't be that difficult. And then I realized, oh, pray, seek, find, search. And I did. And I found him. And like I said, that's how I met Jesus when I was 42 years old. Wow. That is a really incredible story. Um just the idea of coming home uh, yeah. in Christ. And yeah. I just, I'm so thankful to you for sharing it with me. And I'm wondering if you can just share briefly a moment where the Lord has shown you grace and mercy in your personal. Oh my gosh. I, I, we would have to do a multi, multi hour podcast for me to share all the times he has shown up in my life. And you know what? What I'm especially excited about when, when non-believers will go like, wow, you have like lots of favor in your life. And I said, it's all God because on my own merit, I can't like, because of the cult, I didn't get an opportunity to go to school and I didn't go, I didn't get to go to college. And so I've had to learn my whole life how to put things together and build businesses and get jobs without an education, which always put me, you know, which always made me the underdog in every scenario. And then in my 50s, I was able to finally go to college and get not one but two degrees. And I was very proud of that. But a lot of things had to happen in order for me to be able to do that, right? Because I'm raising a teenager. I'm building a business from scratch. I'm going to school. And all of that, I did it by the grace of God. Because Michelle, if you ask me how on God's green earth, I managed 16 units of college while running a business of raising a teenager, there's no way, no way. And I would cry sometimes like, Lord, please give me the strength to get through this. Show me how to do this. And I would physically feel him calming me down, helping me to remember what I needed to do and just showing me the way. And not only that, but the people he put before me, the professors, the students, and all the people along the way that helped me at a very, very important time in my life. I know for a fact that I couldn't have done that without him. Yeah. 
Thank you so much for that incredible testimony. I mean, really, that is just remarkable. And I couldn't have even asked you how you did it. So yeah, I'm just so thankful for you sharing that with me. And I have often felt the same thing. People say, how do you have four kids? How do you, how do you do it? Yeah. There's really only one way. There's only yeah. one way. Yeah. Giving thanks, uh, staying grateful, and knowing that whatever we can do, people will do for us and with us. So, yeah, that's how I've managed the last forty, the last twenty plus years. Wow. So, um, is there anything else you want to share about your faith journey or your book, Billy the Seed, with us? Well, you know, for me, I'd have to say at this point in my life that I've never been more peaceful, never more hopeful, never felt so loved in my entire life. And I've been saying that more and more to friends and family, and people have even noticed in me. And I calmly and confidently can tell people, you know what? It's the peace of the Lord that I'm experiencing. And before I used to be shy about saying that because, you know, everybody thinks you're weird if you say the word G-O-D. And now I'm not afraid to tell people that he has shown up big time in my life and I would not be where I'm at without him. That includes mental health stability, which comes with the peace that I need to navigate the sometimes very crazy world. <laughs> I think we all need that peace. So yeah, yeah. I just... I'm so thankful for you um, sharing this with me. I I have loved chatting with you. I've loved hearing your faith journey. So inspiring. Love the book. Can't wait to post it on the bottom of this podcast. And I hope you all check it out. Thank you. Thank you so much, Michelle. So, yeah, they can find Billy to in English and Spanish on Amazon. And proud to say that it's if they ever come to Santa Cruz, it's at the local Santa Cruz bookshop as well. Sounds great. Well, we'll see you later, Indiana. Thank you so right. much. Bye. God bless.